welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I've got Sharp and Smith. Hey, how are you, Lisa? Hey. Well, Howdy, Lisa. Howdy, Sharpie. We missed you last week. I missed you all, too. Mm, things happen. Things come up. Well, we lost Lauren this week. Yeah. I don't think she's too sorry to be missing this week. We miss her, though. She may not miss us, but still. Yeah, she's in Antigua. Good times. Yeah, she is enjoying herself, so you guys can keep up with her travels. I'm sure she's posting over on her page as well as uh, the community, Mouse Jack community. So, very cool. Um, I don't think we've really done a whole show on this topic, and what we're going to be talking about today is how to stay fit when you're vacationing at Disney World. Um, kind of cool. It's it's very today. Sharpie has a lot of experience with this because I know you were trying to lose some weight, trying to stay fit. So you got to experience a lot of the different gyms and the different things like that. And then uh, I've gone to Disney when I come back from different time zones. So I find myself walking around at 3 a.m., around different places. I'm like, oh, this is a great place to walk and get some exercise. <laughs> There's a lot of places where you can, like one mile treks that you can do. So we're going to kind of go over some of those, plus some uh, unique things for staying fit at Walt Disney World. All right. So we're going to start with what might be the most obvious, and that's going to be fitness centers. I thought the most obvious was, I thought that calories didn't count at Disney and I thought that I was going to walk enough. Mm, Ooh, you, this is pretty obvious. You do walk a lot. You do walk a those? lot, but I don't know. Well, when we walked this last time and you would check your thing, what is it like? Sometimes it would be like six, seven miles a day. Epcot typically brings in seven miles a day. You can do more, of course. Depends on what you're doing and how fast. Uh, the other parks are slightly less. In, in what you cover because the rides are, the attractions are closer together and those are going to come in between four and five miles. Yeah, we talked about, like, and if you stay at a Disney World resort, some of those resorts are pretty big. So you're already putting on some some steps just to walk from your room to, to the, the bus stop. to the breakfast, to the bus stop. And yeah, then on the, way, on the way back, you're walking All to, right, so to let's, the bus. Let's start plus with Plus from the bus stop to the main gate of the oh, resort. Yeah. Or yeah. the, the park and then in yeah. the park. So yeah, yeah it, it's by the time you, you sit down and calculate out, you're you're walking far more than what oh, the yeah. average person does in a day. Oh, yeah. Um but the thing to remember about walking in a theme park is yes, you are getting in steps, but most often you are walking at a leisurely pace. Um, so you never really get your heart rate up to the level where you are burning fat. So if you are having a higher calorie diet than usual, uh, the week that you're at Disney or weekend or however long you're staying, uh, it's important to get in extra exercise with an elevated heart rate. So that way you are burning fat. So rather than than just simply burning calories, you're getting up to a sustained heart rate where your your body is actually in uh, a cardiac cardio exercise mode rather than just taking a leisurely stroll down Main Street. Yeah, so I know. Well, this is why if you have a ten year old kid or younger, um, at the end of the night you really burn a lot of calories because they fall asleep, and then you have to lug them from. Uh, like 
the back of Epcot <laughs> all the way to the front. And then you're like, oh, I'm almost there. And then you got to go to the buses and the buses are way out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and then that's you go, hard. Then you go from, when you get off the bus way out to your room at your Disney resort. And by the time you're done carrying that dead weight of a kid who's asleep for like an hour. <laughs> yeah, you were, you were beat last time. The last time I carried Brooke and she was 10. And by the time I got her back to the, the farthest point at the farthest resort, it was, yeah. I was like, holy cow. And then you walk up like three flights of steps to get up to the room. All right. Wait a minute. You didn't walk up the flight. Did, did I go? Stairs. Did we you take the, the elevator? Yes. Nice oh, try. I could have. I don't remember. Yeah, almost Steve. You almost had that mm -hmm. one. Yeah, I almost made it. He's going for the sympathy points. But that, the dead weight of those kids at night, and they just they drop on you, and then you're like, "All right, I'll carry you." Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you either drag them or you carry them. So yes. Um, another little tip that can help. Uh, a lot of people buy all kinds of new clothes and shoes when they go on vacation. Maybe wear in the shoes, yeah, break, um, them in. break them in, um, or wear just your normal shoes that you're comfortable walking in. Your feet are going to be barking at the end of the day and you want to make sure you have comfortable shoes. Don't do something new or unusual. If you're not used to wearing flip-flops, don't wear flip-flops. You're going to be blistered. The your feet are going to hurt. Um, with and the other thing that a lot of people don't take too much into account is their socks. Uh, in a lot of situations, especially in the Florida heat of, of uh, late spring, summer, and early fall, uh, what's most important is keeping your feet dry uh, and wearing socks that are ni nice and thick and padded um, if you're not accustomed to wearing tennis shoes for, for a very long time. Because I mean, some people wear, wear flip-flops all the time at home or they, they're used to wearing uh, – casual but comfortable or or dress but casual dress shoes uh for work if you're not accustomed to wearing tennis shoes for 8 to 12 hours a day making sure that you have good good thick uh well-made socks is very important so so don't don't skimp out and buy really cheap socks uh because they're going to rub rub your feet all the wrong way. <laughs> yes. And, and bring band-aids because the blisters do come even after been, being to the park. Well, the parks uncountable times. I still get blisters because maybe it's just because you're walking differently. I don't know. Things happen and all of a sudden this blister develops and you want to cover it up. Um, you can get moleskin, which is great. Don't forget to bring some scissors, not in your carry-on. Um, moleskin, good stuff. Um, they also have um, friction block. It's made by Johnson & Johnson, I believe. It's like this little uh, stick. It's It looks like a little deodorant stick, miniature. It's like two inches tall. Um, and you can use that and you rub it on your skin. And it does alleviate a lot of the friction that causes those blisters. So make sure you take care of your feet. Um, when one thing that going. I, one strategy that I do at Disney is I don't wear the same shoes day after day after day. Um, I will take two to three pair of shoes and change out every other day 
So even if a, a particular pair of shoes is rubbing you in in the wrong way, uh, you you can give that spot on your foot a rest the next day by wearing a different pair of shoes. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah, I've got some sandals that I wear a lot of the times when I go, and you know you you wear down the skin and you do blister or you have a, a raw spot and then the next day you have to put those shoes on again and it's rubbing again now where you've developed this little scab or sore and you're like no it just i want a different plain pair. hurts mm-hmm. that's don't, good advice. you don't want to be in agony with every step it's look at not, this not i learned fun. something from, Sh- from Sh- yep. what about what about all the fitness centers you've been to on disney property so uh, for the most part, Disney fitness centers are are good. Um, some are great. Uh, there are a couple that are that are pretty spectacular. Um, but the, the the bottom of my list would be uh, Disney's Contemporary Resort. There are no windows. The ceiling is about seven seven and a half feet, maybe eight if you're lucky. Uh, so when you think about your average fitness center today or average gym that you would go to at home, really high ceilings. Uh, the fitness center at the contemporary is a little on the claustrophobic side. Um, another one that kind of is, is a bottom of the lister is, uh, Disney's old key West resort. Not nothing terrible about it. A little bit more spacious than the contemporary. Um, but uh, still, it's it's not, nothing nothing too special. Uh, at the top of my list is Disney's Saratoga Springs Resort. Uh, it's one of the the, the best. Uh, it's so bright, so pretty, great windows, good fitness equipment, uh, and, and they're all all of Disney's gyms are are spotless. They they're they're absolutely kept spotlessly clean. Um, they have water available, um, either bottled bottled water. Um, like from a dispenser or filtered water from a water water filtered dispenser, um, and then of course your your towels are there. Uh, they have uh, shower facilities there. So even if even if you are checking out that day, uh, or if you are getting in early one morning, uh, your flight comes in early, you can't check in. You can by all means you can can work out uh, and then shower uh, and then then head out to the parks if you'd want to do that. But for, for some people, uh, they, they want to keep up with, with their weight training uh, plan uh, while they're on vacation. And that's something that all of the Disney gyms are, are equipped for with both uh, weight machines and free weights. Um, and uh, But keep in mind, your, your free weights are not not super comprehensive. They're mainly for uh, kind of basic – basic workouts, nothing, nothing too, uh, too, too much leaning toward powerlifting or anything, but, but, uh, but all of the gyms at least have weight machines. Um, and then a limit, limited selection of, uh, dumbbells and things of that nature. Uh, t- two of the, the better, better gyms, like I said, Saratoga Springs. The other one is the gym over at Disney's Kadani village over at animal kingdom lodge. Uh, I love that gym because it has a beautiful view, uh, very spacious, uh, nice, nicely arranged, uh, good selection of equipment. Um, the, the bathroom facilities there are very nice. Uh, 
the the gym at Jumbo House is nice as well. It looks out on the pool area, uh, so it's it's on the ground floor there. Um, the other ones that that are just kind of kind of uh, okay that they they're they're adequate. Uh, the Beach Club, um, Yacht Club. And uh, Boardwalk are all nice. Uh, the one at Disney's Wilderness Lodge is, is nice. It's over in the um, uh, what's now called Boulder Ridge is, is where it's located. Uh, all of your deluxe resorts are going to have access to a fitness center. Only one um, standard moderate resort, uh, which is Disney's Coronado Springs Resort, has a gym. But then um, – and that's because it's it's more of a conference center hotel. Uh, yacht and beach, like I said, the share share one fitness center. Uh, Wilderness Lodge has the Sturdy Branches Health Club. Um, the Polynesian uh, has access over at Disney's Grand Floridian. They do not have uh, a, a fitness center there on site at the Polynesian. Um, and... Boardwalk, of course, is separate. It's across the lake from Yacht and Beach. Um, and then, like I said, Animal Kingdom, Animal Kingdom Lodge has one at not only at uh, Jumbo House, but also over, uh, over at Kadani Village. So. Very nice. They're all good. Yeah. So, some are better than others, of well, course. But, and I'm sure they're all nice. a lot of it is what you make of it. Yeah. And, and a lot of it is is just how how much time you're going to be spending. If you're, if you're going just to get in uh, a couple miles on the treadmill, by all means, you're going to be fine. But uh, something that you might want to consider if you're not, uh, if you're not there in, in, in the, in the dead heat of the summer is using some of Disney's running pads uh, that are around the resorts. Okay. Some of those are really cool. All right. Well, we can talk about some of those. So, we did some research and like, like Sharpie saying, there are a lot of known running pads that um, it's, it's a known path and they know how much uh, the distance is. And one of my favorites is the one around Crescent Lake. That one's going to be almost a mile. It's more like eight tenths. And, you know, you pick a spot. Uh, over at Yacht Club, Boardwalk, or Beach Club, go around and it'll take you up and over a bridge. There's some, a couple of bridges actually. And uh, that's a nice running path. You can go, uh, Caribbean Beach Resort has one. Uh, that one's going to be 1.2 miles if you do that. Depending on the path you take at Coronado Springs Resort, you can go directly around the, the Lago Dorado Lake, or you can take a wider path that, you know, goes further out. That can be anywhere between three quarters of a mile and a mile. Good exercise there. Contemporary. You can do nine-tenths of a mile. They have a path. They have a, a designated route that is nine-tenths. Pretty good. Old Key West is a bigger property, and that's going to have a path that will take you 1.4 miles. Fort. The landscaping at Old Key West is beautiful. That would be very, cool. Very tropical, very lush. Yeah. yeah. Uh, kind of homey, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fort Wilderness. If you go between 
the Wilderness Lodge, past the Wilderness Villas, and um, into Fort Wilderness. That's going to be about a 2.5-mile route. That's a good one. Well, <laughs> good is a relative term. You have another path. A lot of people do this one, going from kind of the, uh, the edge of the Grand Floridian by the kind of splash zone, past the Wedding Pavilion, over into the Polynesian area, and kind of midpoint to the uh, Polynesian over there by the lake. Uh, that's going to be one mile. That's good. A lot of these are, are right around a mile. You've got Port Orleans, which has a one-mile route. But if you decide to incorporate French Quarter into that, you're going to have about a 1.7 mile between Port Orleans and French Quarter, uh, Port Orleans Riverside. Pop Century, depending on how you utilize the buildings, the, five, uh, the, the 50s buildings and the 80s buildings, you're going to have a route anywhere from 1.1 to 1.4 miles. You can do that. And Saratoga Springs Resort, again, depending on the path you take, you can take a smaller one or you can take a wider one, uh, 0.8 or 1.4. Um, and there's another one that we, we didn't really talk about. Um, well, there's a couple, honestly. But if you walk from Hollywood Studios to Epcot, this is going to be, depending on if you go the way of Boardwalk or if you go the way of Beach Club, Yacht Club, uh, it's going to be between one and one and a quarter miles to take that walk. And we've done that when we've been trying to hurry to get from one to another. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you can take the boat or you can walk. It's a good walk. And if you... Uh, it's right along the waterways. Yeah, and you can do it in 15, 20 minutes if you walk with some... A little bit of A little bump. pep in your step, yeah. Okay. So that's a good walk. And then when you get into the parks, of course, you're going to have um, a lot of steps added. And typically when you go around the World Showcase, you're looking at 1.25 miles, one and a quarter. Yeah, that's a good walk. Don't run. You can't run. Oh, there, no, no, no. You're going to knock people over. Yeah, but um, that's a mile, about a mile and a quarter to walk around Epcot around the lake there in the back. And actually they do, they, at, um... Uh, they do, they, you are not allowed to run in the parks. Yeah. Like fitness running. Of course, people run from attraction to attraction, but yes. that does not happen. <laughs> yeah. But some of the other things, Lisa, and, and we all thought of before the show, which you uh, think are fun, but they're actually exercise as well, are those bikes. You see them, I see them, you see them at a lot of the resorts, but the one resort you, I always remember them at is, Beach yacht and uh, boardwalk over there around Crescent yeah, Lake. Yeah, you're gonna pick them up over at boardwalk. Yeah, and you they uh it the they're like the four seater bikes, and they have a little bell on them. And they have then, a little seat in the front too. Oh, yeah, okay. I and think then, you can have a kid right up and there, then you like pedal, a basket. And then you pedal it, and then it goes up the bridge, and then down they come down the bridge really fast. But once the the um inertia of going down the bridge is lost, boy, it's a lot of work <laughs> to get those things going again. That's a lot more the little Surrey bikes. You're like, oh, this is fun. And you're like, holy cow, this is really hard. <laughs> it is. Um, and then they have normal bikes as well over at Fort Wilderness. Yeah, that would be nice. You can get those. Well, then, of course, you have your sports. What kind of sports? Well, like golf. You could do golfing if you wanted to do a little golfing at uh, 
Disney and get in some activities there. So that would, you know, I know Sharpie, you did the yoga, didn't you, over a contemporary once? Yeah. And, and the, the different resorts offer different uh, fitness activities throughout the week. Different, uh, some of them offer different fitness classes. Uh, and more resorts are now offering uh, like a, a short distance run each week. Um, so be sure to check in with your uh, resorts activity schedule on, on your check-in day uh, to see if that's something that, that's offered. Um, going back to what Steve was saying about golf, um, that's just too broad of a term. So I'm going to kind of expound on that. Um, you can do 18 holes. They've got um, four golf courses. And they also have putt-putt. That can be very exhausting. Don't forget about... Uh, putt-putt golf, but they do have uh, very good golf courses. And then, Sharpie, I'm sure you've heard of this, foot golf? They have foot golf. Yeah. Okay, so they have football, yeah. foot, foot golf as well. Blah. Um. So that's interesting. This is kind of like soccer with giant uh, pins that you need to hit. So kind of cool. It's nine holes. That's what you get. Well, that's a lot of work. It is, but it's kind of fun. Hmm. Yeah, it's over at um, Oak Trail. I've not done foot golf. Pretty cool. And the 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 price varies by season on that as well. Any anywhere from uh, fifteen dollars a person up to uh, twenty five dollars a person. The fifteen dollar rate. Um, it's it's always fifteen dollars for kids. Um but they have rates as low as $17 um, May through October. Uh, And it's available after 2.30 p.m. each day, uh, Wednesday, Saturday, and Sunday. And you're going to pay a little more if you are not a resort guest. Like if you're staying off property, um, you're going to pay a little bit more. But you can make advanced reservations on this too. I think we need to do that next time. That sounds like it could be fun. It's not, That's going to be our and, next meetup. And it's activity. reasonable, and it sounds reasonable. That's so and as they say, cheap. Uh, golf at Walt Disney World is the happiest place on turf. Oh man, so <laughs> close to not having to listen to that one. Yeah. Oh my gosh, he slipped that in. So the, here's another thing that I just remembered, and this is this is like fun fitness. Like if you go to one of the water parks and you're walking mm-hmm. up. You're walking up those stairs. Oh, and yeah. Then that's so tiring. Oh, my gosh. The hams. You're going up and up and up, and you're carrying a raft, and then you're, you can either relax and just lay in the lazy river and burn very few calories or get or, or none at all, uh, or you can be, like, going up and down those steps and carrying the stuff and holding on to the tube with all your might and tensing up your muscles and doing that, and it's... um. It gets it gets your heart rate definitely it, going. It does. You're right. Water the, parks are exhausting. And the, and the waves in that Typhoon Lagoon pool to to keep yourself up takes a lot of effort. Agreed. Just to maintain your position and not get pushed over. So it it definitely gives you a little fitness workout there. All right, I'm going to piggyback on that, and I'm just going to say swimming pools in general. 
back at the resort, uh, a lot of times you're going to have a water slide. And kind of like what Steve's saying, the kids and some of the adults are going to be going down the slide and then rushing to get back to the top and go down the slide again. And this is just a continuous loop or just hanging out in the pool. Um, I think you can, you can burn some calories that way. Yeah, you definitely can. And they'll have like volleyball in the pools. They'll have like, like Sharpie saying, they'll have different activities at the, at the, uh, at the resort. So, so lots of cool things to do at Disney. The other thing that you can do that's, um, more of a planned thing. Like a lot of people go for the marathons and Sharpie's been for the marathons. We've, we did one. We did a 5k old oh, many, many years ago. Many. And it's a lot of fun. So you can do those. You can either walk them, run them, do a walk, run, whatever you want to do. Um, so that's a more of a plan thing where you're planning your activities before um, for one of those things. Uh, what else? Oh, Sharpie, you did, um, speaking of planned activities, this wasn't really your purpose in going, but you ended up doing some yoga. So they have classes as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Steve mentioned that a minute ago. Yeah. I wanted to do one of those, one of these times. And it, yeah, they're, 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 they have uh, really, really great instructors. So if it's on the, if it's on the resort schedule, take advantage of it. Yep. Um, I think that's something that a lot of people don't do. Uh, enough of at Disney is take advantage of what is offered at the resort itself on the resort activity schedule. There are so many, well, especially things like animal kingdom have so many The animal kingdom lodge or Kadani village has all these really cool African inspired activities. And then all the resorts have like nightly movies on the beach uh, or by the resort on a big screen and, and just different things during the day. Don't they have the rocking chair storytelling over at um, Wilderness Lodge? No, Animal Kingdom Lodge. Yeah, they they offer several different types of storytelling. They offer um, uh, cultural representatives in the lobby. They they do uh, uh, Africa presentation. I think it's usually at least once a week. And then they have like a drum circle that they do, uh, where they teach all the kids how to do African drumming, all different sorts of stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. And, and each resort has its own kind of flavor because, yeah. because of the theming. So, cool. Yeah, which is really cool. All right. I have a couple other things down here. Um, and it's so easy. Um, don't take the elevator. Take the stairs. You know, whether it, you're at a value resort and you're just going up two or three flights um, or you're at the Contemporary and you are going up for lunch and you have the op- opportunity to use an elevator or an escalator, just use the stairs. There you go. Easy peasy. Um, let me see. Oh, and then I had one more. We didn't even talk about this one. And this is a lot of walking. Uh-oh. Disney Springs. Well, Disney Springs has got a lot of walking, riding trails. And then like Sharpie said, one of the best fitness centers uh, on property. I remember I was supposed to meet some people. Oh, you're talking, I'm sorry. I was thinking uh, Saratoga Springs. You're oh, thinking no, Disney, Disney, Springs. Disney Springs. Yeah. I was supposed to meet some people and I got there early and it was like way early in the morning. Um, and so I had about half an hour. And so I found a little path and I just kept walking around 
and uh, kind of killed some time. That was cool. It was peaceful. It's really nice at Disney Springs early in the morning. It is it's beautiful. It's so quiet, and no. you can take it all in. That's nice. But that's all I've got. I, yeah. I've crossed them all off, and I'm sure there are more things. Well, there's the NBA experience. I have not done it yet, but I'm sure there's some physical, some slight physical activity going on there and the uh, different things you do in the NBA experience. That's, that's replaced uh, where Disney Quest used to be over at Disney Springs. There's bowling, so you could go bowling, oh, and bowling. over at uh, Splitsville and get a little activity there. Um, even the void, because uh, you put you you put on that heavy. That's a lot. It's like a virtual reality experience, and it's only like maybe fifteen minutes long. But you, by the time you get out of there, you're like, holy cow! Really, it's a lot of work. Really. The last time I did it, I was like, whoof! Like, good thing I didn't have to restart that again. That thing's heavy. Okay. And you're like all into it's not it. Not that bad. It's not that. It's not that intense. I but I would not classify it as any it's not, kind of it's not activity, like you come, physical you, activity. You come out hot and sweaty. Okay. Yeah. What else? That's really funny, Steve. Did you That's do the Did funny. you do the void yet? Were you, I have not you, done the void. Oh my god. Well, now it's a well Marvel over it. I think they're doing a Marvel one at Disneyland. They have a Wreck It Ralph. A Ralph breaks the internet, and a, a Star Wars one at Disney World. Both of them are amazing. It's not that physical, but it's definitely more physical than uh, some of the other activities. Um, I guess that is that wrap it up for us for different fitness things at uh, Walt Disney World. I think so. It gives you a good range of things to do. I mean, there's always chasing your kids through the parks and get back here and come here or I've got to go to the restroom. So there's always that, but that doesn't really count. Yeah. And then you could do different exercises in your room, download an app, whatever. There's there's all kinds of things that you can do at Disney. There's no lack of space to uh to do something to get thirty, forty five minutes in of uh cardio or whatever a day. When I was really tracking my steps, which I'm not um to make sure that that I got my steps in, um, long hallways work as well. Whether you've got inclement weather and you can't really get outside, Animal Kingdom, uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge is great for long hallways. Yeah, Kidani. I wonder how far it is from one end to the other. You know, I'm going to go back. This. It's a long ways because well, honest to goodness, I would bet that probably Jumbo a- House is probably. I'm going to say a minimum. A minimum of a half mile from start to finish it could from be. one end to the other, not from the lobby to one end, but oh, from, from one, one end of the resort all the way around to the other. I, I would say it's at least a half mile. It could be. And is Kadani village even farther? I remember being like, uh, yeah, parking uh, the yeah, car. Yeah. I, well, I don't know. We were at that, the that's... end. We, we were in a, I don't know. Maybe we w- went to a three bedroom or we were in a three bedroom at the very, very end one time. Yeah. Well, we were on the end caps. Yeah. And let me tell you, and that's a long, <laughs> it's like ridiculous. And it's this arching like half moon circles. So you're constantly going slightly to the right. It just keeps arching and you, you, so you can't see the end. You take forever. Just keep going yeah. and going it's and unbelievable going. unbelievable how far it is. <laughs> so. 
but you definitely get the exercise in. And then you see animals along the way because they have different viewing areas that you walk by. Um, so you do get to see some animals. So someone has calculated um, the walk from the lobby to their room at Kadani to be a quarter mile. I could see a quarter mile from the lobby to the very end easily. The distance from the farthest point in Kadani is right around 1,100 feet. Jumbo is slightly shorter at around 1,000 feet. Um, These are people's best guesses, yeah. probably from using a Fitbit in, uh, at, at what time uh, at, on their vacation. From one end to the other, uh, Kadani would, would definitely be longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a long walk. Interesting. I calculated the walk from the lobby to my room at three quarters of a mile. <laughs> I knew it was a yeah. bad sign when the cast member at check-in kept asking if I had a car, giving me a concerned, oh dear, look. <laughs> it's a long yeah. way. Yeah, I'm getting, uh, looking at answers all over the place. Um, a third of a mile, half a mile, three quarters. Yeah, it is, just it is somewhere a very in large resort. Yeah. yeah there is you, you, get, you get a lot of good walking in at the resort. Um, and you're going to pay to be a little more central. Of course, that's going to be your Savannah view. Uh, rooms and you get the animals and the shorter walk. That is an awesome resort. Yeah. Well, don't forget that they've got the elevators that go down to the basements, uh, to the garage. And if you've got a car, yeah, figure could, out a shorter distance. Yeah, Kadani Village. It's a good place to have a car. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like Fort Wilderness. Not Jamba House, but yeah, Kadani has the parking garage underneath. Very All right. nice. All so right. I think that there now wraps us up. I would like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you have comments or questions, you can send those to us at comments at mousechat.net. We always welcome those. If you enjoy listening to the shows, you can just ask Siri or uh, Alexa or Google to uh, listen to one of our Mouse Chat podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. Please join us again next time on Mouse Chat.